here we go. This is Happening with Mark Zito and Ryan Sampson. I'm Mark Zito. I'm Ryan Sampson. And this is Happening. Coming to you on a Thursday, closing out a week, which I just, I'm having a period in my life, Ryan, where I just feel like I cannot catch up. I ha- you know, you know those moments where it's like, and, and you may be feeling the same thing to some degree. I know you're like down a co-host on the mashup. There's a lot going right. on. I just, right. we did the concerts with Drake. Those were amazing, but it was a week in Harlem. I was home for a couple days. I went to Super Bowl for two weeks. I just feel like I need to be home by myself with absolutely nobody to bother me for like a day or two. And I could get everything done that I need to get done. So that happened to me about 10 years ago, and I've been in that mood since that day. Okay, yeah. No, I'm not fucking around. It's dude, I've I've sort of like like I sort of like I hit that day I think that you're sort of talking about and I'm like nothing fucking matters. Well, no. How did you pull out that nothing matters? From <laughs> well, that? I mean, like when you really think about it, like very few things matter. Oh, well, yeah, I'm talking in the context and, and of it, professional work everything i do is dumb oh i'm just mean in the course of life i mean like very few things matter so it's 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 like i it gets very hard for me to like i just start shutting stuff out well yeah i mean well based on that argument you could start to say that literally nothing matters because we'll all be dead and forgotten at some point it might be mentally unhealthy, yeah. It will, yeah. I think the nothing matters seems mentally unhealthy. <laughs> I more meant like I have to do an expense report and I don't know when I'm going to get two uninterrupted hours to look at receipts. Yeah, but also, yeah, fair. I guess nothing I w- matters. Uh, yeah. <laughs> not what I expected. <laughs> I just don't care. I just like if things like that. I'm like, yeah, who cares? So to do anything for Valentine's Day? No. I did little. Well, I'm sorry. No, that's not true. I cooked some pasta and some chicken, and I had some like uh, leftovers that I incorporated into it. Did you drink like some red wine or anything? Did you make a nice little? Did you listen to some like a playlist where it was like you were having a romantic evening with yourself? No alcohol last night. Um, I watched a Louis Theroux documentary that that triggered my past. What one was that? I'm not going to tell you. I'll tell you off the air. I don't want to talk about it on the air. Well, my question is, how come they don't talk about self-love for men ever? (laughs) You know, they never, they're never like, listen, men, take a day for you. There's a gallon, like Galentine's is a thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't hear any like, you know, buddies, you know, male, male Valentine's days together. Because it's every day of the year, Mark. Okay. I don't think that's true. Really? It's a patriarchal society. Pa- pa- patriarchal. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It sounded like you were saying we were full of a lot of patriotism, <laughs> which I was going to say. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> the 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 whole Valentine's Day thing last. So you, I was actually listening to the mashup this morning. Can you tell everyone what Stan did? Because I just think this is funny as shit. Well, I guess Stan Stan and his wife didn't spend Valentine's Day together. There was some sort of a scheduling conflict and there was a dispute over who would go where and Stan was upset. Well, that's that- because just so we're Stan, the Stan is based in Philadelphia in like Pennsylvania, but he has to yes. host a show in New York, so he stays somewhere during the week. When you I think when you explain Correct. the average couple and you say like there was a dispute on who would go where, it's confusing <laughs> yes, that's to fair. somebody listening that's- at home. That is true. That is true. Yes. Um, so uh, and and I guess he was he was upset that she was upset that not enough was done for Valentine's Day. Well, what did he and do? He, he apparently had sent a text. He just said, texted happy, her. <laughs> yeah, happy Valentine's Day. But I tried to explain to him that it, that he's like, yo, he's like, they want flowers and they're overpriced and dinner's overpriced and I'm not doing that. And I'm like, yo, dude, it's not about spending the money or it's just about showing that you'll go out of your way yeah but also it is a little bit about spending the money a a little bit but but like you can't just be like no this whole thing is bullshit and i don't (laughs) and i don't want to be i don't want to say like oh it's created by the greeting card companies i just mean more 
you know, it's a random, what was it? What is today? It was a Wednesday. It was a Tuesday, Valentine's Day, right? There's no need for restaurants to start doing a prefix menu unless they're like, oh, a bunch of people are going to start coming in. And the people are only going to coming in because of this made up fucking holiday. Well, also too, I don't want the prefix menu. Like, like when I, if, if I'm going to a really nice restaurant and they're making the menu every day and it's a prefix, I want the prefix menu. But if you like normally have a regular normal menu, I don't want your prefix menu because you're going to pick the three shittiest entrees yeah. that I have to choose from. And one of them's going to be salmon. Fuck you. Why do you hate salmon so much? Because it's salmon. I just it, it's I feel like it's such an abused culinary fish. OK. Everywhere. Sexually or the fact that they kill it and feed it to people. No, the, the way you could argue what, that every every animal is abused culinarily. No, no, like in the way that that most um, air quoted chefs treat it, the the overcooked dry salmon that served in eighty percent of restaurants. Okay, I didn't it, know it sucks. That this it's is just, such an epidemic. Like, oh no! It, well, it is. If it, I, I, once you notice it, it's one of those things that like if you don't notice it, you might not see it. But once you see it, that everywhere you go, like if you want to eat fish, if you're someone like me that has tried to change their diet. Mm-hmm. I, I, I've heard now while it is not the same I have heard vegetarians complain about it saying uh, with the veggie burger like having a veggie burger on the menu doesn't count okay so these people so, are saying that they need more options yes so the and restaurants so if, need to bend to their own personal well uh, dietary restrictions that if no i'm saying that if you're a vegetarian and everywhere you go there's only a veggie burger on the menu and the veggie burger probably sucks you're going to start hating veggie burgers so if you're somebody who wants to eat fish and everywhere you go there's only salmon on the menu and it sucks fucking everywhere you start hating salmon i've had some good salmon at restaurants i don't know where you're ordering salmon like what you like, it's 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 all the same though. It's always overcooked. It's always dry. I don't think and, so. And it just it, I don't I just I just feel like salmon tastes the same everywhere you go, and it's always done poorly. My main thing with the prefix menu is you're clearly trying to hustle me out of here. Right. That's what it is. You just want to do multiple seatings in a night and make sure you're making as much money as possible. Now, but the but 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 if you're in, if you're a restaurant that normally has an a la carte menu and you do the prefix your prefix menu is going to suck and I'm not going to have the good experience at your restaurant. But my it's back to Valentine's Day for a second. Oh yeah. I still just feel this in, insane pressure and we didn't even really do anything last night and I still felt like I was supposed to do like it's Valentine's Day which is if you're in a in my opinion if you're in a real relationship Valentine's Day is a bullshit holiday. Much like I've always said, most holidays are either A, for children, or B, for people who treat the people in their lives like shit. Valent- I think this was, this was Stan's point, is that he's like, yo, it's Valentine's Day 365. Yeah, I don't know if Stan's really putting out Valentine's Day 365 <laughs> vibes. But sure, I mean, that is a point. Yeah. Sure, but... Um, yeah, to, to some degree, yes. And then the uh, social media, we can agree, has made this way worse, right? Oh, abso-fucking-lutely. It, it, it's, 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 it's right in the same, like, I, dude, I'm so fortunate that I already had enough trouble when I was in high school um, socializing at, at the events. Uh, being forced to have to do a promposal for every fucking stupid thing. Yeah. No wonder why that everyone has anxiety. Will you go to Olive Garden with me, but it's written in Christmas lights on her oh, front grass? Good fucking God. Stop making them do this shit. You don't have to do this. I don't even mean that, though. I'm talking about every couple. It's like one person posts a photo and it was like, my forever Valentine. Then the other person in that couple has to do it. So now you got two because you're probably friends with both people, right? It's then part it of becomes, one-up culture. Then... Am I a shithead if I don't post one? Does that mean I no. love my wife less? No, dude. You and you know what? I think I might have just coined. I think I might have just coined a phrase. Let's try. It. It's one up culture. Just like we always talk about how and the uh, at shitty PD account has been making some really great jokes. Like uh, there was the if you have a picture with Burt Bacharach. <laughs> You need to retire. It was something like that. I forgot what it said. But like how we make a joke about how everyone in our industry, when someone dies, they post the picture of them. Yeah. 
It's one up culture. It's the promposal. I it's, love it, my boyfriend. It's one up culture. Is that is that you have to you are only doing it because because you feel obligated to one up somebody else or show that you can do it also. Also, I don't think I'm like an alpha male by any means. But some of the shit people write publicly, right? Like men write. I just want to say, what are you doing? Like I'm such I, as it's just like all oh, like my baby boo, but blah, blah, blah. it's like, dude, what the fuck are you saying? You sound ridiculous. <laughs> and look, I understand but, that I am not the world's manliest man by any means. Okay, but but certain things is is it's like, hey, maybe maybe that's a private card you could write. Maybe we don't all need to share in this. Also, what are you trying to prove to everyone? Because I don't think that the average man posts that being like, I want to show my partner how much I love them. I think they really post it saying, I want to show my partner's friends how good of a fucking boyfriend I am. And there's a huge difference. Well, yeah, I think I think in any message anywhere, right, you've got to consider who the audience is. You may be seeing it, but you may not be the audience. So who's the audience when I see it? it well, it depends. No, 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 no. Don't you get what I'm saying? Is like when it was wrote is is who Written. who is that message intended to affect the most? Her friends. It, Not her. Right. It, right. Right. It could be her. It could be her friends. It could be her parents. It could be everybody else. It could be you in trying to like show that there's no conflict in the relationship and they're not about just to get divorced. Yeah. Like you've always in reading it, like you're 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 like maybe one in ten times the intended audience. I just feel like Valentine's Day is such a nothing holiday. I mean, I think that's most holidays, but the ones that that are real holidays we ignore and just do barbecues on. That's true. You know, it's going to be a great holiday that I forgot was happening next Monday. We're off apparently because it's President's, President's Day. Day. See, we should celebrate President's Day like we celebrate. Um, you know, Valentine's Day could hand like an Abraham Lincoln card to somebody be like, I'm about to emancipate that ass. You know, like it would be like very. <laughs> oh, speaking of, of that, right? like the, the, the insecurity, the holy triggered Philly fans. What's oh, Juju. Oh, he was a dickhead. He was no, being a dick. Fuck, dude, I'm sorry. It's hysterical. It's really funny. All right. Explain to everyone what's going on. Juju Smith-Schuster, the wide receiver for the Kansas City Chiefs, yes. my favorite player in the NFL. Um, Why is he your favorite player in the NFL? Just well, he started as a Steeler, and he's funny. Like he's 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 yeah, but he's like not a good football player anymore. I mean, he's a, he's an oh, he's he's I would say yeah, an average wide receiver. Okay, right. So, um, but that doesn't mean his career is over. People go in and but whatever. Um, so he posts uh, a tweet last night. And it's a picture of uh, James Bradbury from the Philadelphia Eagles who committed the controversial hold at the end of the game. And yeah. it was in the form of a, an elementary school Valentine's card. Mm-hmm. And it said, to and from, I'll hold you when it matters most. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised you're somebody who would like this. I think it's hysterical. What happened to be a good sport, Ryan? Be a nice this guy? Is the, dude... All right, it's a little, it's a little tauntish, right? But a little it's certainly, bit. It's, 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 dude, it's so prime because it's not mean. But it's a little mean. It's not mean. All right. Okay. So you, this is shocking to me because I think if you're it, like, look, AJ Brown, did you see AJ Brown's yeah, response? Yeah, well, AJ AJ Brown's response was straight up insecure and childish. Oh, fuck off, Ryan. AJ Brown's response like AJ Brown's response was was like, yeah, dude, someone made a joke and it's a dude, li- it, your dude. your point of view on things is so fucking weird sometimes <laughs> that like it's like it's like you're actively first of all, AJ Brown ruined Juju and if you're going to yeah. speak if you're going to talk shit, you got to be able to back it up. AJ Brown was standing up for his teammate. Yeah, I guess. Like, that's, that's, hey, listen, Juju made a joke, and A.J. Brown went all, yeah, I fuck you, I'll kick your ass. That's not what he said. 
No, but it's the it's the ad like it's the attitude. It's the it was the alpha male. You can't make a joke and be a good guy because the big guy's gonna come and kick your ass. Like he made he a joke what, at AJ Brown's teammates' expense, right? Yes, yeah, he made a joke at his expense, and it was a it's a funny joke. You don't have to destroy the person. Like 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 this is this is what's this what this dude this is the problem. You can't like it like AJ Brown couldn't take a joke. It made him look like a small human being. Do you being. fucking hear yourself right I now? I do every, hear myself. What AJ Brown did makes him look like a Go ahead, read his response. I will in a second, it, but every read, other show we're like, "Listen, if somebody doesn't find the joke funny, I guess that comedian should be canceled forever." No, like like this is I've never said that. You, it's a bit implied. No, it hasn't. I've never, I've never believed that. I've always said that people have the right to think that you're an asshole, unless you're AJ Brown, in which case, no, you can't. no, he, he can, dude, he can write back. But, but what he wrote back, dude, he clearly didn't understand that it was, it was a joke, and what he wrote back made him look immature and small. Disagree. I think it made it look like he was standing up for his teammate. Uh, and see, here's the thing: if no, Juju he, Smith-Schuster, yeah. If Juju Smith-Schuster had, like, truly contributed in the win, in the playoff run, okay, sure. But he had something like 162 yards receiving in the past six games. Maybe you should shut the fuck up. Juju went clever, and A.J. Brown went into the dirt. AJ, like, like, he did. But here's the thing. Juju didn't have to go anything. No, he didn't. But that doesn't mean like this is the thing is this this is this is everyone thinks that this is acceptable behavior. And I don't think it is. I think what he did is small, petty, stupid and like it, it that it's it's poor behavior. You know what else is poor behavior is having my phone for the million fucking day in a row. It, hap- it happened yesterday to you. Yeah, but see, the thing is, yeah, that's only mine is on silent. That's only because it comes through my computer because we use my computer to record the show. Mine is on silent. <laughs> what do you think the long-term stats on that are? About 101 to 4? <laughs> uh, it's, I think it's pretty even. You, do you yes, really? Because, yes, you get calls all the time. Do, now, you usually warn me they're coming. That's but, different. But, yeah. I'm just saying put it on silent. That's all I'm on, saying. Okay. Anyway, here's what A.J. Brown wrote. Yeah. He quote tweeted Juju's joke tweet. He said, first off, congratulations. Y'all deserve it. This is lame. Which person? Which, by the way, you know, I think if he had, if, if he had if left, he had it, left there, it there, left it there, I wouldn't have. I would have. I would have. I would have almost said, "Yeah, AJ Brown won." You was on the way out of the league before Mahomes resurrected your career on your one-year deal, TikTok boy. He admitted that he grabbed you, but don't act like you're the, that or ever was. But congratulations again. He called him yeah. TikTok boy. Yeah, that's 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 um But Juju that's, is TikTok boy. He's okay, arguably he's more TikTok famous boy, for being on social you, media. When you start calling people names, then you have made yourself a small person. Like that's that when you have when you resort to calling people names, that's when you've like that's the line. No, that tweet was savage. He shouldn't it have gone was, after his teammate. No, dude, I guess. If you like fart jokes. I mean, like, if that's, if that's like your... You're wrong the, here. If that's your pinnacle of, like, your intellect is calling someone a name, is that you're... If, if the pinnacle of your intellect is calling someone a name as a comeback, you got nothing. First of all... Like, like that is that is elementary school. That I don't is, know that is anyone playground. else on fucking yeah, well, planet Earth. Yeah, well, you stink. I don't know anyone on planet Earth that looked at this interaction and be like, oh, A.J. Brown didn't ether him. All right, girl breath. Dude, your breath smells like Debbie. Be an Debbie. adult, Ryan. You sound stupid. AJ no, Brown no, is a no, no. When you call someone TikTok boy, that's what he's doing. That's what he sounds like. No, it's not. When he it calls is. him TikTok boy, it sounds like I'm one of the best receivers in the NFL. You're more famous for making TikToks. Why don't you shut the fuck up? It you contributed like- nothing to this game. I love who was it that posted the stats underneath as if because like as if like like tell me is that somewhere in the rules that you're not supposed to throw the flag within two minutes that like if you don't score enough points you're not allowed to tweet about the game if you don't yeah, you really shouldn't Ryan you really shouldn't you really shouldn't talk shit if you had nothing to do with beating the other team he was involved in the play. 
Like, he would, he would be talking about it. He had nothing to do with it. He was involved in the play. He made a joke about the play he was involved in. It was fun. He, he made a funny. And everyone, and everyone, like, with their fucking fragile male masculinity couldn't fucking handle it and have to start calling people TikTok boy. It's, dude, I'm sorry, but this is, like, tough guy fucking crybaby shit. This is, this is when, I'm, this is the, no, this is the alpha male can't fucking handle it. I, it's it's hysterical to me. So this I've, is the male. This is this is the fucking toxic male fragilinity that everyone talks about. Like right fucking here, that someone makes a funny joke and then you have to start insult insulting their being, and everyone thinks that because you've insulted their being, because you've put them down personally, you've won. That just makes you a shitty person. I can't makes believe you, a small, you don't see him person. standing up for his teammate. You can stand up for your teammate. But if you do it by putting the person down, that's what makes you a small shitty person. Ugh, I think your opinion on this makes you a small shitty person. I that's hate fine. it. I fucking I, hate I, it. I know you do because everyone likes to be able to just say whatever they want to say. No, without it's license. more just because like being like this is here's, Kardashian here's the culture. If somebody, if you, if you play the most important game of your life, right, yeah. the thing you've worked your whole life for, and you lose, and it hurts. Do you really want to then start fucking hearing the other team joke around? No. So maybe do, they should be right. gracious in victory and shut up. And maybe they should, so that doesn't mean you take the low road. You're right. Hey, they started but listen, it. But, uh, okay, that makes it better? Are we, like, I, yes. I, that's, I thought we learned all these lessons in fourth grade. If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it. So if you want to say that about Juju, that's totally fine. But you don't go one step lower. Like, like you don't, you don't just fucking just, you can't go, they started it. Oh, therefore I have the license to do whatever the fuck I want. I don't think he did anything bad. I no, I don't think any, I don't think he did anything bad. I'm very disappointed in, in AJ Brown's response. I thought it made him look very small, petty and insecure. Mm, I think you're in the minority on that one. I am. I know I am. But that doesn't mean I'm wrong. Like, dude, we are, we are, we are, let's, let's not call the American culture fucking civilized right now. No, I'm not saying Just be, that. I'm, this is not one that I want to be in the majority on. I think it's fine. I think this is what you want in sports on some level. I mean, sure. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a good, clean debate. There's, there's no, like. I don't want these people to necessarily be friends, but also if somebody posted something about you. So let's, let me ask you this. And all AJ, hold on, one more thing. All AJ Brown has really done is is set himself up for a bad season next year and Juju up for a good season. Because let me tell you, <laughs> if, Juju, if Juju has a good season and AJ Brown has Your a bad season next year, sports takes are shit. They are why? not the same. AJ Brown if is a you, bajillion listen, times better than Juju Smith-Schuster. This season was, but you don't know what happens next season. Every season they've both played. There was there was a seat. I I don't know that Juju was good once. They put him in Pizza Hut commercials, and that was it. But I'm saying like like there there's no reason. You're probably right. But when you start throwing when you start throwing other people's stats in their face like that, all you do is set yourself up to get it done back to you. I don't believe that's why you don't AJ. That's why you. I think it was Legarrette Blunt who tweeted the stats. Well, whatever. But still, when you start doing that shit, like all you do is open it up for, for to get to get it back at you. AJ Brown, just for what it's worth, is monumentally better than Juju Smith. I'm not Schuster. saying. Yeah, I know he's definitely. I agree. I agree. But that's not to say that like we've all seen people's seasons turn around in both directions. Sure, that's all I'm saying. But hear me out. If somebody had tweeted something at you about if somebody had tweeted something at me about you and I basically wrote back and I was like listen piss boy you would then be mad at me yes because you are so much fucking smarter than that mark hold it in hold your emotions in take a breath think about it and write something as clever as I'll hold you when it matters most but burn it don't 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 come back with a cheap tiktok boy like you're on the fucking playground you can do better. You are so much smarter than that. I feel like everyone... And so is everybody else. A.J. Brown could have destroyed him. A.J. Brown has What hypothetical of... joke should A.J. Brown have written? 
I don't know, but he has mm. millions of dollars, and whether or not he knows any any stand up comedians or not, what he has are, the funds. What are you he has, saying? He has the funds to go hire a writer to fucking write the burn. That he would be lame. To, that would be yeah, lame. That would be pussy. He doesn't need to tell anybody, does it? No, but it's much better than the, just coming out with TikTok boy. No, disagree. I think it's much better to be like, shut the fuck up, TikTok boy. Just it's, no. it's boom, it's done. You lose. <laughs> no, it's not done. You look. I guess. Yeah, sure. Like to, to everyone with the fifth grade intellect. Ooh. God, your opinion on this makes me feel gross. <laughs> I'm just, dude. I just, I can't. I'm, I, I, I can't stand this, this down in the dirt. Fucking, I, I hate it. The the same way you feel is 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 that's how it makes me feel is the is the is the you did you started it so I can go lower that mentality is like I just think it's a it's a it's an unspoken agreement in sports that if you're going to talk shit you got to back it up and the guy who talked shit did not back it up and the guy who finished the interaction certainly did so I I mean I guess it was just a I'm disappointed. He can do better. Uh, you sent me a weird clip yesterday of David Guetta. Yeah. Uh, now, this is wild. Explain what we're about to hear. Uh, it, it actually, it, it, he explains it. It's it's almost like, I don't I don't almost don't want to set it up. It's David Guetta at a concert. I don't know where actually the show is, and but it's an Eminem song, a David Guetta and Eminem song. And then it explains what actually is happening, because it's not really David Guetta and Eminem. This is the future rave sound. I'm getting lost in an underground. This is the future rave sound. I'm getting lost in an underground. Eminem, bro. There's something that I made as a joke, and it works so good I could not believe it. I discovered those websites that are about uh, AI. Basically, you can write lyrics in the style of any artist you like. So I typed, write a verse in the style of Eminem about future rave. And I went to another AI website that can recreate the the voice. I put the text in that and I played the record and people went nuts. That is crazy. It sounds like Eminem. Not Eminem. And apparently there's nothing that Eminem can do about it. See, this is where I we've been saying, or I've been saying, all this AI is bad. It's bad. You're go- oh, we're yeah. going to get to the I, point I, where you're not going to know what is real and what is not. Not to sound I, all Aaron Rodgers-y. We're getting close. We're almost there. I mean, listen, to, I'm, I'm going to play this one more time. This is the future rave sound. I'm getting lost in an underground. This is the future rave sound. I'm getting lost in an underground. Honestly, though, got to give it to that AI. Um, sounds like something Eminem would write. Also, kind of sounds good. Yeah. But but wild that it's not actually him. I, the thing is, like, I don't understand why you need to copy people and who are we going to know how to copy? Like, are we just going to get stuck on this generation's people that we keep copying over and over again? Maybe. And because we don't discover anyone new, there's no one new to copy? I honestly think that this is a. I truthfully believe that AI is as big of a problem, is second only probably to global warming. I have never seen anything that it's good for. No. Like, Unless no, you like I, I deep mean, fake videos of celebrities blowing so people. Why, why are people making it? Well, it's like anything else. I guess it's cool. Because you can? Yeah. Yeah, but there has to be some, like, there has to be some industry or something. I mean, is this all just military? Is that's what what's driving it? Like, like, what industry actually wants it to happen and is putting the money into it? I don't know. Is it I, just? I have to imagine it's going to like create a war at some point, literally. Right. I think that's what the Terminator is about. Yeah, but I mean, more like, oh, here's a video of Joe Biden saying he's sending planes to China, and it, you know. It's not actually him. It's not actually happening. That and would then be bad. somebody reacts. That's what I'm saying. That would be very bad. There, I, 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 it, but, but I'm surprised you can't that this isn't. 
I guess like you'd be like, hey, it's like somebody doing an Eminem impression, which I guess isn't illegal. It's not his actual recording, so I guess he can't claim. But banana, like wild. Yeah. I I listen. I I guess it's sort of funny as like a little trick, but let's see where the real application of it goes. It's just like I don't need Billie Holiday showing up on a rap track. Like I don't need, <laughs> you know. I don't want it. I guess it. that's what it would be, would it? I I don't see anywhere where it's good. That's the problem is like anywhere where all these things that are supposed to make things better, they don't. And just because they're new, we do them. Oh, I, I, this is just now, this has got, so we started with rock and roll, you know, we progressed, then we got hip hop, which was less instruments. Then we went to EDM, which is like literally computers making music. Now we don't even have the people singing on the songs anymore. It's a computer pretending to be a person. That's nuts. I mean, like I, dude, I'll do it again, but, but, but emails were supposed to make life more efficient. Hmm. And they have only fucking bogged and stopped and gummed everything up. And nobody will say, stop email. Uh, yeah, well, I think I think the, the horse is out of the barn a little bit on that one. Well, but it can go back around. I mean, like it can get you can always turn things around. But it's it's it's, you know, no one no one has said this online communication actually doesn't fucking work. I don't know if that's accurate. I think we just have different views on that. There's a little there's too much of There's different limitations it, but, to it. Yeah, there's too much of it. But I think email has made a lot of things far easier. There's certain aspects of customer service, you know, global communications are, are better for sure. I, I, I get customer service. I, if you're a corporation, it's made stuff easier. If you're a customer, it hasn't. It has, I think, because you can just send in your concerns and you don't have to wait on hold and then they get back to you and then you hit them again if that's what you want. <laughs> wait, wait you, wait, you think that waiting on hold and waiting for an email reply is uh, like, is, so it's like you might not have to wait on hold for 20 minutes, but you might have to wait for four days yeah. with no hold music as to whether or not they might write you back? Yeah. You I don't mean, think I like- that that holds any, any less stressful? Uh, I think it's way less stressful. I'd rather because, oh, like, totally I'm not. Disagree. I'm not normally calling customer service where I'm like, "Oh my god, I have a full blown fucking emergency." It's mainly like, "I think you sent me the wrong size shirt," and then you know I can wait on that. And so, if they have one of those systems where it writes back and says your request has been received, it's like, sure, I'd rather do that and not, you know, go zero to one hundred the other day. I like, the, like the, what I was gonna say, zero to one hundred. Like I had to go the other day when Optimum just shut off my cable because they thought I put in for a disconnect, and I just spent two and a half hours to get them to turn it back on. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather just send an email, which I couldn't do because I, mean, I, I had no internet. I certainly enjoy the the chat window better than the the phone call. But now, like when you get to the chat window and it's it's a bot, and the bot only wants to help you with what it wants to help you with. If you have a question other than the three things on the menu, go fuck yourself. I hate the chat window because I'm constantly clicking around and I always navigate um, away from it accidentally like a dick and then i lose my spot in line that's problematic for me as a consumer <laughs> yeah there's been a couple uh articles i've read recently about uh gen z refusing or not using the phone yeah and it's 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 really interesting like it's really true like apparently they have complete anxiety of ever picking up the phone i totally get it and it goes for driving too have you seen the the stats that are coming out about drivers? Wait, so they don't they also don't want to drive cars? Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. One thing I've definitely come around on is well mainly I've started thinking about it in the context of Simone learning to drive 14, 15 years from now or whenever that is. The one like Ryan Sampson thing that I have come around on is the idea that people will look back that we ever operate our own vehicles and we'll find yeah. that ridiculous. Yeah. This is this is in the post. The Federal Highway Administration data analyzed by Green Car Congress found that the percentage of American 18-year-olds who had their driver's license in 2018 fell nearly 20% from 1983, 80% to 61%, while the number of 16-year-olds with a driver's license dropped nearly 20% in the same time frame. I mean, it makes sense. The, old, the oldest Zoomers were babies in 1997. The number of 16-year-olds, or I'm sorry, when the oldest Zoomers were babies in 97, the number of 16-year-olds with driver's license topped over 40%. As of 2020, the number lingered around 25%. 
Well, think about it from a parental perspective. Why would you want your kids to start to drive? It, it does nothing but add stress. If you can just pay for Ubers everywhere, depending on how where they're going and how often, it might even be cheaper with car insurance and all that stuff. Well, the roads are significantly different now from even when I started driving. What do you mean? I mean, so many more four-lane roads and busy you know, highways and things like that. Yeah, so it's I understand. And also, as far as picking up the phone goes, I do find that very annoying though because you know i have you know younger people that i work with that'll be like hey give me a call and they'll just insist on texting i'll just be like no also <laughs> also do these kids not realize that then there's a record of everything you said that's not what you want really at yeah, any that's, point yeah exactly that's probably not a good idea i like to get on the phone and make wild promises that i never have to actually <laughs> adhere to and they'd be like if you said i'll be like as, show me the proof as you- as you remember from the February 3rd email. Yeah. Be like, nope, that was a phone call and you don't know Dick. Uh, no, uh, apparently people, are, they want way more uh, public transportation and things like that, that. That people are like, finally, somebody's pushing for more public transportation. Yeah, but also, okay, well, this is your whole thing about cities and shit again. But public transportation also sucks. Unless you're like certain, like, I guess the London Underground is okay. It's not totally awful, as is in Paris, but the New York City subway system, and I know it's the biggest one, and that's why they say, like, oh, how could we make it nice? But it's so shitty and gross. Like, going in the subway now, post-pandemic, I can't believe I ever thought it wasn't disgusting. And you think that the tube, or or you think the tube or the subway in Paris is any better? Yes, I do. Significantly so. I I, I don't. (laughs) Significantly so. No, I mean, listen, from friends I've had that have lived in London, they've always they've always told me the New York City subway is like significantly better. It's not. And, it might well, get you more places, but I'm telling you as far as yes. cleanliness and whatever, they shut the, the at least they used to, the, the metro or whatever it's called in France, they used to shut that down at night so at least it could be cleaned or whatever. Think about the, the, just the dank. I read a, I somebody told me this. I don't know if this is true, okay? So okay. maybe I'm just giving false information. But there were just... Low levels of anthrax in the in the air in the New York City subway. Probably in a lot of places. Probably if you go around a farm, there's low levels of anthrax in the air. I just I just remember that when I went to London for the first time, that every time I came out of a tube station and blew my nose, it was black. That the air you were breathing down there, you would catch so much shit in your nose. Like the I air just was remember filthy. being significantly cleaner. By the way, well, yeah, the floor might have been cleaner, but the air was shit. There, there was presence of anthrax, but very small amounts, and in not a lot of the samples. Just to close the loop on on that. Okay, but now there's even like what we were talking about. I sent you a thing that now apparently. The thing that I would love, first of all, I didn't even know that this is a thing, that there's a thing that's been floating around academia, apparently, for a few years that I didn't even know was a thing and now is sparking all sorts of crazy conspiracy theories online. What is it? It's called the 15 minute city. Okay. This is um, uh, AFP or, or, or what? Paris 24, right? Is the website. Sure. Sure. I'm just going to read through this really quick. Okay. okay. Urban planners are fending off abuse fueled by conspiracy theories after their 15-minute city re- regeneration project with, uh, with suspicious social media users claim are the road to climate lockdowns. Wait, so basically you would not be allowed to leave your city or something? Yes. Okay, so, so hold on. Follow along here. The 15-minute city premise is simple. All of that, This is what I didn't know that there was a name for it. This is what I have been saying. If, you've, if you're a This Is Happening fan, this is how I believe everything should run, okay? Mm-hmm. The 15-minute city premise is simple. All amenities, such as parks and grocery stores, must be accessible within a quarter of an hour walk or bike ride from a person's home. Okay. Developed in 2015 by an academic in France, the concept has taken off worldwide since the COVID pandemic, with cities such as Paris, Melbourne, and Copenhagen seeking to make neighborhoods more livable and cut car use to curb climate change. Okay, none of this seems bad. Right? Top results in a search for 15-minute city on TikTok contain mostly scornful videos, including claims that schemes will restrict residents residents movements and find them for leaving their district a search on twitter brings up the hashtag 
15-minute prisons in third place after 15-minute cities in 15-minute city. The 15-minute city concept is uh, credited to Carlos Monero, a professor at the Sorbonne in Paris. Okay. He said, there's, n- there's never been proposals for restrictions. On the contrary, this is a new opportunity, more choice, and more services. So basically, they're trying to develop cities so that you can walk around and do your shit so you don't need a car. Mm-hmm. And now everyone's saying that they're just doing this so they can lock us down hungry. But that's just the thing is like, it's like every, there's no, there's no good deed goes unpunished these days, right? It's just, it's like, here's an idea and it's like, well, let me find the flaw in this and what they're really doing. The cabal, what's happening, right? And so the, with this specifically though, I would like to point out that their concern is, oh, in order, like basically in a scenario where the world is teetering on unlivable they would then need to lock everyone down. And it's like, yeah, it seems like that would make sense, doesn't it? <laughs> well, like, no, we... I, think, I think their thing is is that they want to give, they want to put everything nearby you, and then they can tell you you can never leave. Once it's nearby you, whether there's a real emergency or not, they can just say everyone has to stay. Imagine how, how annoyed you'd be if you'd be like, yo, I heard that town over got a pizza hut. And they'd be like, God damn it, why don't we have a pizza hut? <laughs> Meanwhile, this is a brilliant, like, this This idea needs to be, like, everywhere. I think it's a great idea. And also, yeah. also, I would love this. Like, if they said, hey, you can never leave, I'd say, that seems fine. I don't really have a large desire to. I think I'm good where I'm at. I like my home. You can't leave a 15-minute city whenever you please. The city walls or restrictions or zones or whatever you want to call them won't be used to keep others out. They'll be used to lock everyone in, says one man in a video viewed more than 59,000 times on Facebook commenting on the Edmonton plan. So if it's only locking people in, what happens when too many people come in? You know what I mean? That's a very good point. Yeah, like if you can get in, because where are these other people coming from? Is it once you're in the 15-minute city, you can't leave? Well, like, yeah, like, you won't be going, you'll be working from home, right? So it, you just won't be able to I don't to know leave who's working like, at the, all these grocery stores and, 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 and cafes that are within 15 well, pe- minutes of walking distance. People from within the district, yeah. Now, Definitely anytime somebody says district, district, it's impossible to not think of the Hunger Games, right? I mean, that's sort of what these people, I think they've watched The Hunger Games too many times. When they don't realize that this, like, that, that the suburbs are the fucking mistake and that this is what, this is how everything should have been built. I mean, built. to be fair, Ryan, it does kind of sound like you're on the side of you want to lock everyone down. Like, when you refer to the suburbs as a mistake, like, imagine you were saying the same thing, but you referred to the suburbs as the great mistake, let's say. That type of language would start to sound very threatening i would say i would call it the great planning mistake so maybe it would even sound a little more and now we need to reset and refocus our communities join me (laughs) in district ryan where you can walk to a cafe but also a supermarket do you want a restaurant it's right outside your door cars are illegal you can't see the sun you'll never leave your house district ryan a new establishment i think it could work in the future, AI, which is bad, David Guetta, mm-hmm. uh, will be able to go through every podcast ever broadcast and be able to catalog on demand who was the first person to say something. And I'm saying it right now that 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 the suburbs are the greatest waste of resources in the history of humankind. Hmm. Okay. I thought it was arguably the average U2 tour, but... <laughs> Dude, oh, this is what we haven't talked about. You were at the Super Bowl, so you didn't see the fucking commercial. Have you seen the YouTube commercial? No. There's part of me that this whole balloon and UFO thing. Oh, there's, Jesus. This is Dude, my conspiracy. You're just about to Aaron Rodgers this now. You can't. Yeah, this is my conspiracy. <laughs> if this is actually that you two did some weird fucking promo and everyone's too embarrassed to say the Navy's been shooting down U2 commercials. What? What is the... What would the... What does it have to do? Dude, what did go they w- go find go find the U two Super Bowl sphere commercial. Okay, U two. Like in the whole in the whole like what's going on in the in the world in UFOs. It was just a little too fucking close. Where you're like, for a minute, I'm waiting. Like, oh god, was this all a U two thing? All right, so it's like a like, fifteen second commercial. Yeah, like the creepy clowns a few years ago, where cre- creepy clowns were appearing everywhere. That was most definitely for it. Okay, hold on. An unidentified object has been spotted over the skies. Oh. Oh, fuck. 
Yeah, yeah, I see how how you would get there. I'm looking at this. It is just them <laughs> looking at a giant sphere. Well, and it's because- just the spheres floating around. I'm like, have, have, did they launch these as some like really botched promo opportunity? And we've been shooting them down, and everyone's just too fucking embarrassed to admit that that's what's happening. Maybe the Navy so. and you too. I don't think I don't that think would so be. either. But that would be crazy. So, but it went through my mind when I saw that commercial. So, fifteen-minute cities are are people doing anything to fight against them? Other than everyone, I guess. Yeah, there's one uh, person here. Where did it go? We're a little just too freedom obsessed. I got to be honest. I don't see the need for all this freedom. I know that's blasphemous to say, especially in America. But certain things people want to be able to do. It's just why. Do you how, actually, is this, how is this taking away any freedom? I don't understand. Well, because the you, idea is that, you know, we think that this is going to take away freedom because we're going to be locked in our 15-minute towns or whatever the, the conspiracy is. And it also, in this, it takes away your freedom to live anywhere you want, out on the farm or whatever. Like, that's, that's what the conspiracy is, is it not? Wait, say that one more time. I didn't understand you. The conspiracy is basically saying you're not going to be allowed to live anywhere else and you're ha- going to have to live in your fucking city. Yes, yes. Okay, that so that's where it takes away movement. the freedom. Yes. Yes. But that but that's but that there's not that has nothing to do with it. This is because it it, it just makes sense to be able to walk and do things that that's you don't what they have to want you to think, bro. Everything. That's what they want you to think. You among, know modern, among modern critics of the concept, Toronto-based urban planning lecturer and author Jay Pitter has argued it cannot be transposed from Europe to North America. Why? Or to North American cities and could worsen inequality by spurring gentrification. I don't okay. know, I think that's bullshit, but whatever. Well, I just think, I think it would be nice. But see, the thing is, I just wouldn't want to deal with all this construction that would have to take place to 15-minute cityify everywhere we live. No, it's just it's just rezoning and you let it happen over time. So what would they say? I now live in like a commercial district. Would I have to move or would it be when I die? Well, like like right now, like think about SimCity as I maybe I'm misunderstanding this. And if you know anything about it at CIH show, but like there's there's the commercial district, right? There's the Walmart and the Target and the DSW out in the middle of what used to be a field I mean, with a giant fucking parking lot and ugly shoe boxes. Maybe in your city, commercial district. mine just has a bunch of strip clubs and 400 stadiums. <laughs> so, well, but that's that's where the that's where the commercial district is, right? Okay. But 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 and then there's houses where there's just rows and rows of houses and there's no place to buy anything. Yes. But imagine somewhere in your blocks and blocks and rows of houses that they let somebody take one of those houses and turn it into a convenience store or a dry cleaner. God, that would be the thing. And and, and right now, zoning laws prevent it from happening. You can only build houses here. You can only buy. You can only build ugly shoebox stores here. But imagine letting a shoe store be next to a house. Honestly, I think that would suck. I think it would truly suck. I think they're zoning for are. a reason. Yeah. No, it's what neighbor it's what neighborhoods are. Neighborhood like like it's not a neighborhood if you don't have it's it's does it's not a neighborhood if you don't have mixed use because nobody mixes. You just made that shit up. That's that's No, not- I didn't. Actually, I didn't. That that is like I, I while it's not. So if a I have a cul-de-sac, quote, so if I have a cul-de-sac where you know a bunch of kids play, that's not a neighborhood. If there's not a fucking Exxon Mobil station there that also sells Cheetos, like come uh, on. not no, not really, no, it's not because Disagree. because it's temporary. It's not going to last like that as a neighborhood. Once those initial families move, it doesn't regenerate. Like, my family lives in a second-generation, like, new construction neighborhood. And let me tell you, when I was a kid there, sure, there was kids riding bike and playing up and down the street because everyone was new and new family. But now those people are gone, and no one interacts. There's, there's, no, there's no reason for anyone to talk to their fucking neighbor. So is you the goal need- of this human interaction... No, but it's it's to bring back it's to it's to make it so that what everything can happen in your neighborhood that you don't need to leave your neighborhood to do everything. I don't think I like this. I like I like the idea of helping climate change, but you have to imagine in any given 15-minute walk zone or whatever, there would only have to be a limited number of licenses, right? Cuz then you'd end up with a place that had 700 restaurants but nowhere to do your clothes get your clothes cleaned, correct? So, what if well, the, the, no, what do you go mean? Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, so like, what if the person who gets like the restaurant license or whatever sucks at making food? It seems like it would just be problematic. 
I think it, it's not about it's it's more I think it's more about zoning than anything else. It's not about licenses. It's about z- like saying because right now in most suburbs mm. you can only like you can on, like where the houses are, where the cul-de-sacs are, there can only be houses there. Yes. But imagine letting businesses in. So you're saying where you live right now, out on the lake, if they built a a a Dairy Queen on, on the in the in the you know next to you, you'd be like, "This is great. I love it." Uh, no, I'm saying that if I lived in the, I don't live in the village. I live just outside the village. But in this scenario, everyone no, would it, have to it, live it, in the village. No, but in this scenario, the village is like, like, I'm I'm in more of a rural part. It doesn't count for me. Right, you can't you can't put a fucking grocery store in the middle of the woods. But for Ryan, everyone who this lives is what you've been arguing cabin. against. You've been you, saying that come you need on, to be, Mark. No. You you be sensible. No, for you know real. You, I'm not I'm not fucking around with you here. The whole time you've basically said you want no suburbs. No, what I'm saying is that suburban planning and suburban zoning is destructive. That you can you can you can have you can build new communities. Yes. But but cul-de-sacs with no businesses in them are are counterproductive. So I'm the, saying build, it, let's build. say they changed the zone and they were a they made it so there could be a, a fucking convenience store in the 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 lot next to your house. Wouldn't you be like this blows? You're you're you've never been in a small town. Have, no, it wouldn't blow. I mean, like, dude, if you if you live like I grew up in a small town, so I can like I could walk to the grocery store. I could walk to the like it, it was it's, it's how I grew up. It's it's how I'm. Yes, it's, but I'm asking, would you want to live next to that? Yes. All right. I mean, would I want to live next to that? No, but you like a 15 minute walk is, is, is almost a mile. I don't have to live next to the fucking parking lot. Yeah, but someone does based on what you said. Yeah, someone does. But we all know, like, there's housing values. Like, like the way it is now is that if you live in a suburb, you cannot walk to shit. Nothing. You can't walk anywhere. Right. But if you think of, think about a think about a grid, a, a, a small town grid. Stop building like cul-de-sacs where you can't like windy ass fucking cul-de-sacs where you can't get to in anywhere. When you're building new communities, build grids that has restaurants, that has dry cleaners, that has a grocery store nearby. I think the issue is that it's not that we need more dry cleaning, it's that we need more places to live. Well, we need better zoning. Don't not say, it needs to be, it needs to be, like, I'm not an expert on this. I wish I was more expert. Ex, like, there's part of me, dude, that's like, if I ever, like, career change, this is where I'm going. All right. But, 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 like, yeah, more, like, mixed zoning is what I would say. All right. Well, we'll leave it there for today. Any thoughts before we get out of here? No, that's it. Mixed zoning for all, per Ryan Sampson. <laughs> You'll never leave your 15-minute city. I don't city. even know if that's a real born, term. You were born here. You will die here. You will do your dry cleaning here. The Ryan <laughs> method. Be here tomorrow. Bye. <laughs>